What is the next step? Well, if you guys haven't know or if you guys haven't noticed lately the quality of my episodes have been lower. And I'm to be honest, I was unsure why. I don't really know exactly why they're lowered all of a sudden now, 85 episodes in. Especially since they were on a steady incline my entire time recording episodes for the past 80 days. But what I discovered is that I am not taking enough rest days. I'm not taking any rest days, actually. And I first learned about this in a book called 10X is Easier Than 2X. And in there, I learned about you should focus on quality over quantity. But then in the next book that I read called Create Don't Capture, he said quality over quantity, but quantity leads to quality, but quality quantity is the best. So what that means is basically quality is better than quantity, but, and I'm talking about content creation. So my podcast, for example, it's better to have higher quality podcasts than to have a lot of podcasts. But having a lot of practice, like i.e. high quantity, like what I'm doing one hour every day, having a lot of practice leads to higher quality and the end result high quality with a lot of quantity is the best so high quantity high quality in high quality and i i learned about that in 10x and create don't capture and i was reading those books those two books over the past week a little bit over a week and i finished them both but I realized that I need to improve my quality. So for this past week, I realized that I'm not improving my quality much. And I have to do, I have to make some drastic changes in order to actually do that. Some things that I need to start doing are taking rest days. Because in one of the chapters on 10X, he said, there's three types of days you should have in your schedule. Focus days, buffer days, and rest days. Essentially, focus days are your work days. So it's days that I'm recording, which for me is every single day. Every single day is a focus day because I record every single day. But you also need buffer days, which are days to prepare for your recording or your work. And in the acting business, focus days would be the day of the show. And then buffer days would be practice days, like days when you're rehearsing and practicing. But then you also need a third type of day, which is rest day. On rest days, you do absolutely nothing. You just rest and you regain your, like you just rest up. And it's extremely good because I also learned about that in, like I I knew that it was important from reading it in 10X. But then I also read it again in Create, Don't Capture, like rest days. The guy, Eric Thane, who wrote Create, Don't Capture, actually, he knows how valuable rest days are where and like days where you're just doing nothing and just recharging and refueling. He knows how valuable they are to the point where he, after a business conference, Funnel Hacking Live, the same business conference I went to, but he went the year before. This is, he's, I'm talking about the year before. So 2022 Funnel Hacking Live, he went there and then he went straight to a cruise for four days. So, and what he was doing on the cruise the entire time was just thinking and he was in silence the whole time, just thinking and deep in his books or deep in his journal. I don't think he was even in books. He was just thinking the whole time, just recharging and resting. And he told me that story at Funnel Hacking Live because he was speaking when I went in 2023. He told the story and I wrote down in my journal, I want to do that. Like I want to 
take a cruise and just like just be in deep thought the whole time and not even get off the boat just literally stay on the boat the entire time and just be in deep thought and then i learned i learned more in 10x is easier than 2x pretty much the way i read books is i don't get the most out of it i get one thing and i apply that one thing or two things pretty much the thing that i got out of 10x is I got so much out of it, but the two things that I'm actually like taking action on are I have to improve the quality over quantity and I have to incorporate rest days, buffer days, and focus days. And the way that I plan on doing that right now is I'm going to be having my entire week, Monday through Friday, rest slash buffer days where I'm just studying I literally just read my books all day, study all day, read all day, and then I consolidate all of the notes that I take from reading into seven episodes worth of notes, and that will be seven hours worth of content, and I record all of that on the weekend, four hours on Saturday and three hours on Sunday, and that will be my, those two will be my focus days. And this will improve my quality as well. So this this will improve my quality and the fact that I need rest days. And it will improve my quality because I'll have a lot more time, bulk time, to do the same things. And this is another thing I learned in the 4-Hour Workweek and then it continued on 10x is easier than 2x. Where you should have, you should batch your schedule. So pretty much... If you have meetings, then you should have one day of the week dedicated to meetings. Or if you are, if you go on your phone or you go on your email, then you should have one day of the week or one specific time at the end of the day to check your phone or check your emails. And for a long time, that's what I did. I only checked my phone after every single podcast every day. For a few weeks, I did that, maybe even months. And I would only check my email after every podcast. But lately, I haven't even been checking my phone or my email because it's just I'm not having enough time to do that. And to be honest, I haven't found any value in doing either at all. So I just don't do it that much. And the reasoning behind it is it is extremely bad for our focus to switch back and forth between tasks like working deep work on your work like your priorities like your main business your 20 percent tasks if you're in deep work on that and then you switch to go check your phone or you switch to go into a meeting and then you switch back it just doesn't work and so that's why you have to have entire days dedicated to just one thing and that's also what I'm going to be doing. I'll, I'll dedicate my entire week to just creating episode notes. I'm just going to dedicate five days of my week to creating episode notes so I can have somewhat of a structure during my episodes, my shows. Because there's one thing that I don't like about my episodes. And I was telling my friend about this today. I don't plan the episodes out and as a result I go I bounce back and forth between ideas and I'm sure you guys have definitely noticed this like I start going on one idea and then I bounce to a different idea and then I go back to the original idea and then I it's just it's just crazy it's hard to follow and to be honest I don't think that it's good content it's not high quality so what I realized is I have to improve that by adding somewhat of a structure. I'm not going to script out the episode, but I'm going to have a structure. For example, in my Transurfing Principles episodes, like yesterday's episode was the last Transurfing Principles episode for now. And those are like structured because I write like five pages worth of notes just to talk about all those five pages. And that's what I'm, I'm not going to, probably not going to write five pages worth of notes on all of my 
things. Like over the past two days, I've been doing a just basic structuring, just extremely basic. Like today's notes, which I'm going to get into later on in this episode is I want to talk about spirituality and how that's the next, that's the next step for my, for me. But before I want to tell you guys more about this. So we've discussed 10x and how you should structure a week. And that's, that's what I'm going to do. This, these are the next steps in my progress. Structuring my week to just study all week. And then on the weekends, I record. And this will give me a lot of rest and time to recover from the creative side because you can't just crank out episodes like daily. That's what I've come to realize. And the way I plan on doing this, I plan on dedicating my entire weekend. Like I'm not going to go to the gym at all on the weekends anymore. Once I implement this schedule, I'm only going to be, the only thing I'm going to be doing over the weekend is record and meditate. I'm literally just going to wake up, do my morning routine, and then literally just get, I'm probably going to read for like a little bit in the morning because I don't want to record like right away at the brink of dawn because my family is still asleep. But pretty much I wake up. And then read, do my normal routine. Like my morning routine has reading in it. So I wake up, do my morning routine. And then eventually once like my family's all settled, like awoken, then I will meditate first thing. I'll meditate and then I will record the first episode. And then I'll come back upstairs, meditate, record. I'm just going to go back and forth, meditate, record, meditate, record. And I'll do this for four episodes on Saturday and three episodes on Sunday. That's going to be my entire weekend. Meditate and record. I'll probably get like, I'll wake up, do my meditation in the morning, and then I'll meditate before the first, and I'll meditate for the second, third, fourth. And then I'll, I'll probably get six meditations in on Saturday, which will be the most that I've ever done. I don't know how I'll feel after that. I don't know what, I don't know what to expect, but that's what I'm going to do. And again, this may change and it probably will change. Like my plans will probably change because I'm probably not going to be able to implement this fully. Like I'm not, I'm probably not going to be able to fully dive into this until I'm graduated, which is in two months. Today is, uh, when I record this episode, it's Tuesday, October 10th. So I believe that this episode will go live or will post on Tuesday, October 17th. So around about a month because I graduate probably on like December 20th. So around two months I'll graduate and then I'll have my entire schedule freed up just for this. Like I'm literally just going to dedicate myself entirely to two things or three things actually building myself through expanding my knowledge base, like studying a lot and meditating that will be, and like building my spirituality through meditating as well as reading books about spirituality. And then the third thing is documenting my journey and which is building my channel, building my, just building my in channel because that's all I'm focusing on. Like I decided to get into entrepreneurship over summer, probably four months ago is when I decided to get into business. But I did not expect to, I thought that I was just going to be focused on business and like figuring out business strategies and tactics. But what I'm extremely grateful for is that I discovered that you, the billionaires of tomorrow are building their brands today. And what that means is tomorrow's billionaires, like the billionaires of the next decade, are all building their channel, building their content, building their influence right now. They're starting to build their channels and their social media and presence. 
and that's especially good because this will lead into a business opportunity but the whole like the most important part of it is it is expanding my own development it is developing myself I'm developing myself through one finding my voice my purpose and my my like like my goal that's finding my voice and my purpose in through podcasting and recording TikToks. That's that. I'm docking in my journey. I'm teaching what I'm sharing at real time. So I'm strengthening my own knowledge as well through podcasting. And two, the way I get like now that's all I focus on. Like that's the only, that's my entire job right now. That's the only thing I focus on. And then the rest of my time is dedicated 100% to studying and evolving my spirituality. Because over the past couple months, I don't know, you probably, you guys have definitely been able to tell that I'm kind of on the verge to discovering something. And over the past couple months, I've been like talking a lot about worldview and how your thinking is like the most, like everything that goes on in your head is like the biggest factor in determining your success or not. And that's why I've been getting into all of this stuff like mindset and worldview books, like reality transurfing and 10X is easier than 2X. But what it's led me down is a whole journey of realizing that my spirituality is the next phase of my life. So when I said, what is the next step in the beginning of this episode? The next step is me focusing 100% on my spiritual journey. Now let me explain because probably like a month ago or two, like, yeah, probably a month ago, I was researching reality transurfing because I wanted to learn more about it. And I was in, I was in the middle of my second time reading it. And then I found this one website called the most beautiful world, which led me down this whole reading list. It was called the ultimate reading list for human beings. And what I read on this reading list was, it was basically a blog post. It was like a introduction like a, like a blog post. And then it was the reading list. And in that blog post, he basically hinted at that there's more to life and that you can discover the truth through reading and that you, that there is way more than we expected, that there's way more than we've been led to believe pretty much everything that I kind of had suspicions about from reading Transurfing, because once I read Transurfing, it opened the door of possibilities in my, in my knowledge base to where I thinking, Oh wow, there's way more because I can now now I can actually achieve things. I have a goal right now to move to Hawaii and become a surfer and have a yacht and own a beach, a private beach. That's my goal. That I never would have had a goal so ambitious one year ago. My my most ambitious goal one year ago was probably I don't even know. I think it was probably like gaining five pounds on tricep push down or something like that. Something that I could achieve in literally like two weeks. So this reading list, I read through the entire thing. It probably, it probably took like, I don't know how long, probably 20 minutes. I read through the entire page and I realized that like more than three, more than three fourths of the books on that reading list all the, like the first 100 books on that reading list, I had never even heard of before. And he was talking so highly of them. Like the first one, Die Wise. He said, this is the best book that I've ever read in my life. This is my most gifted book. And it's the book that you need to read right now today. And then another one, it was like number 113 called Journey, Journeys Out of the Body. And he said, this is another book that the power that be does not want you to read. I have no idea what that means, but it interests me. And then he wrote a book. Like he read this entire reading list, went on an amazing trip, road trip for three years around North, the Americas, all the way across the entire like both North and South American continent. He went on a road trip and he wrote a book 
discussing everything that he learned from all the books as well as the road trip. And I bought that book. It's called Dancing After the Music Stops. And in the introduction, he placed a declassified CIA document about time travel in the intro to his book. That intrigued me. So I looked into that and I actually printed out the entire document that it was taken from, which is called the analysis and assessment of the gateway process. So I printed that entire thing out and I read it all in one weekend. And what I, I, it, this was after I'd read Transurfing. So my worldview was already greatly expanded more. So like my worldview was already more closer to the truth, to the average person already. But this gateway, the analysis and assessment of the gateway process, literally just like 30 pages absolutely like sparked something in me because I realized that there's so much more because literally every single thing that was written in that book was absolutely out of this world for me. Not the book, the, the gateway assessment, the document. So I did a deep dive on the gateway experience and the Monroe Institute. And I went through and found like probably like 10 documents and I download, I printed them all, all straight from my school printer <laughs> at the school. But I printed them all and I've only read about half of them. And there's one that is like a hundred plus pages long called the seven, uh, seven resonant colors, which is, I really want to read soon, but I simply just haven't prioritized it yet. And so I got into all this stuff and then I started looking at the gateway experience, which is basically a meditative guided meditation that uses certain sound waves at certain frequencies that can induce changes in the chemistry of your brain and can actually help you get into deeper levels of meditation that otherwise would not be accessible in such a short period of time. So I naturally, I bought the first, the first wave, which is wave one called discovery. And it focuses on focus 10 which is essentially mind awake, body asleep, which I initially interpreted that as sleep paralysis because that's what I heard online. Sleep paralysis while your mind is awake. So that I spent an entire month just using, just practicing the, the focus 10. And then I realized after reading another post online that this one woman basically wrote about her experience. She described her experience about Focus 10 and her description was exactly the same. It was identical to my experience. And I thought that my experience was not deep enough. I thought that I needed to get it deeper before I moved on to Focus 12. When in reality, I was ready to move on to Focus 12. So one month into Focus 10, I practiced Focus 10 for one month. And yesterday... I think it was yesterday, I moved on to wave two. And so that's focus 12. It's all about focus 12. I am unsure if I've achieved focus 12 yet. I believe I have, and there's many different things going on. First of all, I'm looking into a lot of other people's experiences. And so that's manipulating my expectations about what I should basically expect. But everyone's spiritual journey is different and everyone's is unique to themselves. And so I read this in the same lady that described her Focus 10 experience. I, she kept on saying that do not have expectations. And also she kept saying that your experience is going to be different. So don't compare, don't have expectations that yours is going to be any different to mine. And also your experience is going to be the best experience ever because it's just that it's your experience. Like my experience is going to be better than her experience simply because it's my experience and it's my own journey. It's my soul's journey through spirituality. So ever since I read that post, literally like four hours ago, probably 
during class, I read that today. And I decided that I was going to stop comparing myself or stop comparing or I decided I was going to stop looking at other people's experiences using the gateway experience. And so as a result, now I'm just focusing on my own experience and I'm going to decide that my own experience is exactly as it should be. But I want to tell you about the next books that I'm reading. One of the seven books that I'm reading right now is called Journey Out of the Bodies or Journeys Out of the Body. It's by Robert Robert Monroe, who is basically the person who popularized out-of-body experience as well as he founded the Monroe Institute, which created the Gateway Experience. And so I started reading literally just the uh, author's note just like the first couple pages of the book. And in it, he said, there was one thing that struck me. And he said that he was getting into his out-of-body experiences. And then instead of consciously controlling the situation and consciously controlling the journey, which he'd done before, and he got results, but he actually let go of the control and gave control to his higher self, which he said his soul as a question mark in parentheses. So he gave control to his higher self, which is his soul over his out of body experiences. And as a result, he had so much better experiences that he's ever had before. And over the next couple of weeks, I'm going to be reading that book and learning and, and sharing all the things that I learn about. But that one thing that he said, I decided to implement it. And I have no idea how to go about releasing my control and giving control to my higher self. I have no idea how to go about that. But today during my meditation, right before this episode, instead of doing, because I'm on the tape two of wave two, which has two exercises, which is the first one is uh, patterning, one month patterning, which is all about manifestation. And I did that a few times because that's what I'm into. But I decided that I didn't really like the structure of it. I would rather have a free free flow experience where I can structure the visualization myself. So then I moved on to the next exercise, which is called color breathing. And so I expected to get more focus 12 experience, but instead it was all about it. You were just in focus 10 the entire time. So it was kind of disappointing, but I decided to stick through it. It was a 35 minute meditation. And so I didn't get focus 12 and I didn't really have the ability to release the control to my higher self, but I did, I did try and do it with my focus 10 experience, but it didn't it was just focus 10. So I didn't really have that big of an experience. Plus I realized that the importance of maintaining a consistent, consistent on the dot sleep schedule over the past, like ever since I got home from Florida, I've been going to bed at six ten Exactly. I would always look at the clock right before I go to bed and it's six ten every single time. And as a result, I woke up at the same time. And then last night I had a double episode and I kind of had to stay on the recording a little bit longer. And so as a result, I went to bed at 6.28 instead. So it was 18 minutes past what I should have gone to bed at. And I like it destroyed not destroyed, but I definitely could tell the difference in my focus during my meditation just now because I was kind of like falling, I was was starting to fall asleep in my meditation. So that's why I'm also locking in on my maintaining my schedule exactly. Like at 4.45, I always go up. I always, because I'm in the basement recording and it's 3.56 right now. At 4.45, I always go upstairs because then I start my nighttime routine and I have this this whole system to make sure I go to bed at the same time. But I want to talk about the whole, why did I get on this tangent? 
I was talking about the... Oh yeah, focus 12. So, giving my higher consciousness or allowing my higher self to control the situation and releasing control to my higher self. And this leads me on to the whole point of this entire episode so far. I wrote down in my episode notes, the foundation is spirituality. And let me talk about that. I believe that my worldview is the foundation to my success. And as a result, I spent two months reading Reality Transurfing two times. So I, I probably read it for four months. And then I realized that there's more to it. I went on that whole deep dive on the gateway experience and this reading list for discovering the truth. And actually the third book on that reading list, I believe it's the third, it's called Ascent of Humanity. And his description of it said, he said, this book lays out the foundation to how the world works. And this should be the first book you read to start to discover like the truth. So I don't know what the truth is. Like I told my friend George this morning, I we were walking because I saw him in the morning right when I got to school. So we were walking to the cafeteria together because that's usually where we go before school. And he said he's one year younger than me and he is just getting into... Actually, he's just getting into reality transurfing. So he is just beginning his journey on discovering the truth. And he said that he instantly gains, like every time he's near me, he gains a brand new perspective on his surroundings. Because we were just walking through a huge crowd of people before school started. So we were walking through a huge crowd of high schoolers. And we were just walking there and... I was just present. I was focused. Like I am not as much as I'd hope to be, but at that time I was present and I was focused. And he said, I instantly gain a new perspective when I'm near you. And I said, I I don't remember how I responded, but the conversation led to me saying, I'm beginning to discover the truth and don't ask me what the truth is because I have no idea. I have no idea and I need to know the truth because when I'm reading just the introduction to Gene Pascal Riemann's book, Dancing After the Music Stops, the guy who compiled this reading list, when I'm reading the introduction to his book today, I read it for the second time, just the intro. I've just read the intro so far. I have never read the whole book yet, but I read the intro two times. And in the intro, it was just, it sparked another fire in me because he is definitely, he knows all the things that I desire to know right now. So I'm believing that worldview is is like the foundation, but I go one step further. I say spirituality is the foundation to my success and worldview is just a piece in my spirituality. So this whole time I've just been focusing on one piece. I have been focusing on meditation, but not really the deep meditation that is accessible to everyone, but no one knows about. And it's focus 12, focus 15, focus 21, all of the deep focus levels, as well as out of body experiences, astral projection. I don't know anything. I don't know much about any of this stuff, but I desire to experience it all. And that is my journey on spirituality. That is why this next step, this next phase in my life is going to be dedicated entirely to growing my spirituality and entirely dedicated to mastering this stuff and documenting my entire journey. That is why I'm beginning to shift, make some big changes. I I realized in my past... I'm okay. So recently I read the book 10 X is easier than two X and it talked about 10 X jumps and basically making jumps of 10 X. Like instead of incrementally improving yourself, you radically improve. And I've done that a few times in the past. For example, when I started reading another example, when I started lifting, 
I radically improved my life and I radically just like took out a lot of different things. For example, I got rid of video games. I got rid of junk food. I got rid of TikTok, YouTube, social media, Snapchat, all of this stuff I got rid of because I made radical changes in my life. And as a result, I was able to radically improve my life and radically shift the course of events and my destiny. And I'm on the verge of another 10x jump. I'm not really sure my last 10x jump, but I'm on the verge of another one because I am beginning to look into all of this stuff. I'm beginning to radically shift my entire work week schedule, having five rest days in entire life. And I realized an entire week, I realized that when I make big changes, like I made a big change to not go to college, to declare that I wasn't going to college. <clears throat> That improved so much. That improved my situation so much. And then I made another big change. I declared that I was going to... Excuse me. I declared that I was going to graduate early. That was another big change. That saved five months of my life. And then I made another big change. I declared that I was not only going to graduate early, I was also going to become a part-time student and have four periods, four classes in my entire day for my entire last semester of senior year, my last semester of high school. So I saved all that time and that's because I made big changes. I remember my dad talking to me because this was in the period of time a couple months ago when I was actually starting to make these changes and go to email all these people to drop out of certain things and talk to my counselor and talk to my parents to get permission to do all this stuff. I remember my dad said, like you're making big changes. Like you are starting. I don't remember exactly what he said. And I regret I'm going to probably ask him, but he basically said something like, he said like, you're making big changes. And he was like applauding me for it because I'm making big changes and I'm starting to take control of my fate and my destiny and my life through making big changes. And he said that I'm making like, <clears throat> there was one word that he used, but he was basically saying that you're being extremely bold and decisive in your actions. And I applaud you for it because no one else is doing stuff like this. And so every time I make radical adjustments to my life, I am, I massively improve. And so now I'm going all in on this new phase, which is spirituality. I really believe that meditation, this is why I've been meditating three times a day for the past couple months. No, past month. And I've been me meditating at least two times a day for the past couple months. I've been meditating consistently for the past couple months. And recently I upped it to three times a day for like 30 to 45 minutes per session. So I'm meditating for 90 to two hours every day, 90 minutes to two hours every single day. And this has purpose. This is my spiritual journey. And I'm also going to be learning about it in my books. This is the next phase. This is my radical shift. This I'm starting it right now. Like I started it before this. I started reading those books that I listed, which are die wise, come of age, ascent on humanity. Tufti the Priestess, Journey Out of the Bodies, Dancing After the Music Stops, and what's the last one? The Egypt Code. All of these books are the next phase of my life. And that's why I start, I'm starting it today. I already started it. <clears throat> these next books, at least. I've been meditating. But I probably won't be able to make the radical changes that I want to until I free up my entire schedule in two months. So after I graduate, I'll be able to make even more radical changes, but I am not going to stop. I'm, I'm making big radical changes now. Like all I'm going to, I'm going to try my hardest to make the radical changes now, but if I have to hold off until I, I will, but I'm going to do it all now and see where it takes me. Radical changes are changing my schedule to have focus and rest days and buffer days. 
going all in on spirituality. And now I realize that I have to just work. There's one quote that I heard uh, that I read about in Eric Thane's book, don't uh, create, don't capture. And he said, work on the messenger, not the message, like improve the messenger, not the message. And it basically means that don't work on your message that you're sending to your audience. Don't work on what I'm saying right now. Work on yourself, like work on yourself and grow yourself, work on self-development and self-improvement. And so now that gave me, that basically gave me permission to go all in. Now, all I'm doing now podcasting was my whole thing. Like podcasting was my main priority in my, in my day. Now it's going to be my main priority on the weekend. But now my main priority is studying all these books and meditating. That is all I'm going to be doing for, for the time being until further notice. Meditating and studying books and podcasting. Those are my meditation studying books, podcasting are my three tasks for every, like my three priorities. Those are the only things that I'm focusing on. The meditation and studying will be self-development. So I'll be growing as a person and I'll be growing myself. And then the podcast is for documenting all of that as well as finding my voice. So then I can document my growth and you guys like this, the growth has been evident over the past 85 episodes, 85 days. My growth has been evident because in the beginning, literally the trailer, this is one thing that I might want to change because my trailer, this season's trailer on my podcast is terrible because that was the first episode I ever posted, the trailer. So I might make a new trailer so people actually hear better, have a better initial like response because usually the trailer is the first thing people listen to and they judge the quality of the show based off that. So I'm that's one thing I might do but I'm not going to do it for the time being. Like this is like this these radical changes are what has to be done in order to make massive progress. I'm going to be honest, that's all of the notes that I wrote down, but that's another thing. Soon I'm going to be actually starting to kind of structure out the episodes. So the first 40 minutes of this episode was structured out. Not entirely. Most of it was just free, free balling. I don't know if that's the right word, but all, like all I wrote down was spirituality and books and meditation for my structure. But let me get some water. I want to talk about this one concept that became clear to me today. I started reading the books and one of the books that I read was Tufti. So as I've talked about in the past episodes, I'm reading, I'm reading all seven at the same time. I just get the full pile stacked in front of me and I pick up one read till I lose focus, then put it down and read the next one until I lose focus and then just cycle. And before this episode, I got through three. I only had like 30 minutes to read, but I got through three and I read like the first couple pages of three, which were journey out of the bodies Dancing After the Music Stops, and Tufti the Priestess. And in Tufti the Priestess, it's another book by Vadim Zahn. It's a more recent book by Vadim Zahn compared to Reality Transurfing. And it's about transurfing. And in like the first couple pages, he talked about being asleep and being awake. And he described it very well in that. Essentially, we are asleep. In our dreams, we're asleep. And in reality, we're asleep. And when we're, basically when we're born and we're socialized, our parents basically say, look over here, look at that, focus on me or focus on that. And that basically gets our focus onto something outer. So he explained that there's two types of focus, outer and inner. When you're lost in thought and you're 
just deep in thinking. You're in, you're asleep and you're basically on your external actions are basically on autopilot, but you're asleep. That means that you're asleep because you're deep in inner, your attention is focused inwards. That's a, that's a, uh, that's being asleep. But then the other side of it is when your attention is focused fully on outer and you're immersed in the outer experience, like a certain event going on, or you're immersed in this podcast. That means that you're asleep as well. But then he described that most of the time we're either in one or the other, and very rarely we're in between both. And then he said that in order to wake up, you have to be kind of, uh, what's the word? straddling the line of them both. So you have to be inner and outer. You have to be focused your attention on inner and outer. So you have to hold your attention on your inner thoughts, like controlling your thoughts as well as being present in the outer moment. And that's basically what being awake is. And when we were first born, we controlled our thoughts. And then over time, as like people said, focus on this, focus on that. We started to focus on outer and then we started to focus on inner as well. And then we lost control. We started to not control our thoughts anymore, which basically brings me hope because the fact that we lost like that, the ability to control our thoughts or not even the ability, but the intent to control our thoughts atrophied that basically shows me that we can actually reverse the process and strengthen it back again and regain the ability to control our thoughts which I have proved over the past couple months in the beginning of summer when I first started reading transurfing for the second time I decided that it's actually vital to stay awake and work on being awake and present throughout the day And so over the past, let's just say four months, I have been working on staying present. And over these four four months, it's been like a long journey, but every single day it got better and better and better. And then eventually just kind of became a habit. And right now I'm, I'm kind of in a situation where I'm not really sure if I have it as a habit to re kind of bring back my thoughts to conscious awareness. I'm not sure if it's a habit or if I lost everything because I don't really call myself to wake up anymore. Like I used to consciously say, wake up, wake up, wake up. I used to obsess over it, but now I haven't really done that much. I kind of just like wake up naturally, but I'm not sure how much throughout the day, but I do think that I am doing a little, a lot more, like I'm conscious a lot more throughout the day, simply because my mind is a lot more clear and I'm, I have this feeling that I'm getting closer and closer to my goals and I'm locking in, even though I haven't seen a single change in my environment, not a single change in my environment that I've noticed, but I, I have a sense that I'm getting closer not really. I I think I just made that up, but I'd like to tell myself that. But these next books, I'm really, I know that these are going to be game changing for me because these are like the top books that he recommends and he has spirituality. All my life, I grew up in the church. Like I grew up a Christian in the church. And I was always told like spirituality. I don't even know what spirituality is. I always said that I believed in God, but I didn't know. I was just lying just to fit in. I didn't know what that meant. And I was just, I was just lying. I got confirmed into the church. I had to basically say to the whole congregation that I believe in God. And I had to basically write a whole story of my, like the one moment where I realized that God was real. That was all lies. It wasn't until I actually started to take my journey into my own hands and looked into Transurfing, which by the way, I had no idea that Transurfing was going to talk about God. It wasn't until I realized I read Transurfing when I like decided not to be a Christian. I'm no longer a Christian. I don't go to church. And thankfully, my parents don't make me go to church anymore, or at least as the time being. 
and it wasn't until I started looking into the stuff and then I started meditating and I looked into this deep stuff, like the gateway experience. When I'm starting to uncover the truth and I believe in God now, not just faking it anymore, but I don't know yet. And that's why I'm getting into the gateway experience. That's why I'm really going deep into spirituality because today I read the most crazy thing, the most, it was actually crazy. The thing that I read and this was the thing that I was talking about earlier, the person documenting her focus 10 experience, which was identical to my own. But then she also went on to talk about her focus 12 experience and then further down the post focus 15. And so I actually discovered this post last night on my computer and then I copied and pasted it and put it in a Google Docs on my school account so I can actually access it on my school computer today, which was the next day yesterday. Because the school blocks a lot of websites. So I wanted to be able to re, uh, read the post at school. So I read it at school. And the way she was talking. Now, granted, she had a lot of experience. Like she said that she had an experience either being or being with a Tibetan monk meditating. So she had a lot of experience on spirituality. And that's what I noticed. There was another woman that I read about who had been meditating for 15 years and then started the gateway experience. And then within a couple months, she was able to achieve like the final focus level that they offer in the gateway experience, like focus 27. And so they had a lot of experience, but that's not stopping me because I have one month of experience with the gateway experience with wave one. So I feel like Within the next couple months, I'll be able to achieve focus 12, focus 15, hopefully. And the whole thing that I'm saying is that this woman, the first woman I'm talking about, which is the one I read today, she described her focus 10, identical to mine, and her focused 11. So her experience was absolutely insane. She got to, like, in the focus 12 tape in the intro to focus 12 he has you go to focus 10 and then he counts up from he counts from 10 to 11 so he's like 10 11 12 but it's extremely long period in between each number so it's like more like 10 and then he waits like a minute and then it's 11 and then waits another minute and then 12 and so she realized that there's actually amazing things to explore in between focus 10 and 12 which is focus 12 or focus 11 and she like discovered the multiverse she was able to she basically described her experience like she saw the multiverse which looks like a soap like studs of soap or like a cobweb and then she also she went on to explain a lot of different things that like absolutely blew my mind and then towards the end of her whole post after she was talking about like focus 15 and all that stuff she was saying like i i the reason i share this is not so you can have an expectation of what to expect on your own because it your experience will not be the same your experience will be unique to you and then she was basically going on to say that everyone's spiritual journey is their own and it's just for them to experiment and for them to to observe. No one else sees it and no one else experiences your journey. And then she went on to say that she said this post to give inspiration and kind of like reignite the flame for some people to actually go with the gateway experience because she thinks that the, she claimed that the gateway experience was like... I don't remember exactly what she said, but she like the general thing that she said was that the gateway experience allowed you to actually explore your divine essence. And she talked about how we are infinite. And after reading that, I was biking home and I had this entire like mindset shift. Like over the past couple of days, I was really spending a lot of thought energy thinking about my goal, like being in Hawaii. I was like thinking about it a lot, especially during my meditations. And then after reading that, I was just in this completely different perspective. Like all of a sudden the goal didn't really matter as much anymore. Like all of a sudden now the next thing that I really need to 
get into is spirituality. Yes, I still want to achieve the goal, but now it, like everything in life just kind of seems less significant or it it just feels like I'm a lot more. It kind of feels like I had these different thoughts. Like this one thought popped into my mind where we're infinite beings. So, and then she also said our souls are immortal. And so th- when I was cooking earlier today, I, I had this thought creeped into my mind. It was like, so since we're immortal, maybe we are experiencing life just to have a perspective and to actually start to maybe we live in life so we can more appreciate being infinite like maybe if we were infinite beings then we were then we decided to go into life to experience the finite so we can better appreciate being infinite maybe we lost our appreciation for the infinite Maybe I'm just making a bunch of stuff up. or But the point is that I started thinking differently after this one post. And I started like thinking bigger thoughts and different things. And I had a different perspective around me too. Like today during my gym class, uh, we were playing. We were at the every Tuesday we go to the ice rink and we skate. And so we were playing soccer on the ice, which was actually so fun. And I was like the only person on my team that was like really doing anything. And then there was two girls on the other team that were very good figure skaters. And this one girl in the beginning of the class, I really like, I, I, this one girl is like cute. And so I was like, you know how it goes. I thought that she was cute, but I never really talked to her and then today we were like me and her were literally just going at it back and forth because we were on opposite teams and we were the only two people that could actually play and so we were basically going at it like back and forth I was defending and then she was defending like all this and like it got to the point where like it was getting like I would like we almost fell in like we kind of fell into each other and like all this stuff and she gave me she was like high five and all this stuff a couple months ago if that would have happened to me I would have been thinking about that experience and her literally for the rest of the week but lately ever also the fact that I put girls in the energy conversion box and I have this affirmation of I'm a man with high standards when it comes to women ever since those two as well as yeah just those two I am like not really thinking too much about her or girls in general that are in my school or in my town because I know that I have higher standards for and I want like the girl that I really want to spend my energy on will be my future wife which is not anyone at this school that I go to and so like that that's another part that like spirituality and like meditation has actually helped me so much clearing my mind. And yes, meditation is good, but doing exercises during meditation. I feel like this was one of my mistakes. I would just meditate and simply just clear my thoughts, just focus on my breath for many months. And even like I would have been meditating inconsistently for the past maybe two years or one year, but it wasn't until like and also since uh i started meditating consistently over summer break i was just focusing on my breath and literally just sitting there in silence which is good but once i started the gateway experience and actually implementing these tools and using them practically like the energy conversion box that actually started to change things in me like in the intro to focus 12 the beginning Robert Monroe basically says like these exercises can help you to induce changes in yourself and you can use these tools to make changes in yourself and I've realized that this actually does make changes because now I'm like I have higher standards for like girls and women and not only that like I'm just not thinking too I feel like my mind is stronger because especially when I was conditioned on TikTok I used to watch TikTok And my mind was weak and I would literally just, the sight of a girl would just make my mind race. And I would just constantly think about that girl, especially if I had a, just a normal interaction with her. Like, let's say 
I just said hello or she said hello. Like just a normal interaction. I would race. My mind would race. And today's interaction was like crazy. Like we were like ice skating and like we bumped, like we were like, I like ran into her on accident and we were like literally going at it on the rink and then we high-fived and all this stuff. I would have, my mind would have raced. And to be honest, my mind did race a little bit, but I was able to control it. And now I'm like, it's not even, I'm not even thinking about it. But like, that's the power of meditation. And this is why I really believe that I'm like, right now, my, I really like that concept of how strong my mind is. Like on TikTok, my mind was weak. Now my mind is like moderately weak. So I'm trying to strengthen it because then I'll be capable of doing a lot more things. But that's it. To wrap things up, don't forget to download your favorite episodes and subscribe to the Ascend Momentum Show. But before you guys leave, make sure to look up at the sky.